Hello. What's up, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Hey, oh. Let me open my LaCroix. I'm not going to say LaCroix because I'm not an asshole. That's, yeah. That's, and it's yeah. unnecessary. Oh. Mm. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Yeah. Not Can't too shabby. today, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I can usually complain, but not today. I mean, I could. <laughs> I mean, you want me? I could. Like, No, no, no. It's no, cool. pretty good. Yeah. I, although, okay, I'll, here's a complaint for you. I ate Chipotle today, and oh. it did what it does, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Uh, it did what it does. Is that um, a complaint or a statement of fact? I guess it's just a fact. <laughs> I guess, you know what? It just always ties back to your life's motto, which is, if you don't have expectations, you'll never no, be no. disappointed. You can have expectations. Just manage oh. them. <laughs> well, no, that's no. different. I'm not, I'm not like full negative. I'm full like, nihilism. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Then I should have expected that nothing has ever told me that Chipotle will do anything but give me diarrhea. Mm. And yet I didn't expect it. I should have expected mm. it. I should have looked... I was I just I really wasn't expecting it. It was a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> what to expect when you're expecting? <laughs> What's going on? Anything anything cool that we should talk about before oh my we get God. to our topic? Only that okay, because it's the holidays. Maybe people are still buying gifts and stuff. I saw we got an order earlier today. Someone ordered oh. a mug from our merch shop. Oh, yeah, baby. And so I was like, ooh, we should tell people, yes, we do have merch. I mean, I think people are aware. But also, if you have a friend that listens to the pod or you want to drop a hint to a friend or a lover or a parent or someone, I don't know, like someone in your office who has who you're doing Secret Santa. Hey, you could drop them a hint to one of our products because you love this podcast. So I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah. Um. I don't know that I can guarantee that our dropship stuff can arrive by Christmas, but, yeah. you know, it's the thought that counts sometimes, so. True, and if you want it, you want it. You'll accept yeah. it after the holidays, too. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think the shipping's questionable, but you could try. Um, And maybe you just want to buy yourself something. I don't know. Yeah, but, like, stickers and magnets, I'm all, I'm all over that, so. Those yeah, yeah, we can get those to you qu- pretty from quick. My house, yeah. So, Aaron's yeah. office, Aaron's postal service. Mm-hmm. 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 So, uh, that'll that's a uh, that'll happen, but can't really. I don't know. And hopefully, the USPS is yeah working. That's another question. Yeah, working. It's it's uh it's magic. So, yeah. yeah. But hopefully, uh, by the time you hear this podcast, it's like right before the. You know, you get it in under the wire and yeah, and make that happen for you. So how exciting! Great gifts, great gifts, great um, gifts. Yeah. Anything else? Well, okay. I also had a thought about we're almost oh, yes. to our three hundredth episode, and <gasps> I was gonna ask. Okay, I think it would be really fun if anyone's looking to give us a gift. Speaking of gifts, mm. you know, because it's our three hundredth episode, that's a milestone. It's very exciting. We also have our sixth anniversary coming up, so think this could maybe be for that too. But I was thinking, like, what if, as a gift to us, our dear listeners, what if you were able to like recommend us to a friend on mm. social meds? Or recommend us to like your favorite podcast, like aggregate or Mm -hmm. writer or blog or whatever. Um, And like tag us in it or like tell us about it. I think that would be really fun and also would help spread the word about the pod. And yeah. And then I was thinking maybe we get a hashtag going like DTFU 300, which sounds like a spaceship. Yeah, I love that. That's fun. It looks cool, like written out too. So that's that's a nice thing. Yeah, I think why not? You know, and it helps us get the word out. Yeah, and gets more people to join the tribe. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to join to join our following uh, is that the segue? Well, well, well. If we don't have another 
cult on our hands. Oh, we do. Uh, I can't believe <laughs> we missed this one. Like for the have past several years, we've been doing this this podcast. Um, it's this one has been flying kind of under the radar. Um, I think a couple people have suggested it to us, but maybe not. Maybe maybe Pete told you about it. I can't remember hmm. how we decided to do this one, but maybe someone, yeah, someone may have suggested it or uh, may have come up like uh, in a like TikTok or something. I don't. Yeah. Know. Well, this shit is fucking intense, man. Oh, I'm gonna. My God give the old content warning up top because <laughs> oh yeah it's got all the things this fucking shit is terrible uh content warnings for child abuse and child labor oppression of women uh this cult also thinks slavery is great uh they're against interracial relationships they're anti-semitic homophobic and anti-choice so ah. a full fucking uh <laughs> grab bag of horse shit Oh my God! What what aren't they involved in? Mm. I think that this is the greatest hits. You know, like this is it. They've yeah. Co- they've checked all the garbage boxes. You know, you know what I didn't uh, get from it was uh, the the le- the like founder of the cult being a, a full sex addict. I just was gonna say, uh, there's no like <laughs> sex stuff uh, allegedly. Well, there's weird sex there stuff, is. but it's like not. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. There's no. Okay, well, from this list, it doesn't look like there's any like forced mm. sexual experiences potentially, or like um, where one where you ha- everybody has to sleep with the leader. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. There's no um, like orgies like the Rajneeshis were yeah. doing, but very much that like peace and love vibe veneer mm-hmm. and underneath the undercurrent is rotten to the core so uh, it's uh it's it's pretty gnarly so just uh be aware yeah we're gonna talk about some of that stuff not really go into too much depth you know how we do so yeah 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 so of course to start speaking of the founder of this cult of course, this cult was founded by a foreign, former carnival showman, oh. Carnival Barker. Oh, uh, <laughs> my God. P.T. Barker himself. Yeah. He, this guy, oh, man, his name was Albert Eugene, also known as Gene Spriggs Jr. He was born into a devout Methodist family in East Ridge, Tennessee. I got to say, out of any name a cult leader could have, Gene is it. Like, this is the cultiest of cult leader names. Leader Gene. Leader Gene. Gene's requesting your presence in the foyer. But you he's know, changed like, his name so to something dumb, so. Oh, well, still. Like, he, like, the, you know, it's like nature and nurture. Like, had he not been named Gene, would he mm. ended up leading a cult? I think the answer is no. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Gene. It's, Gene, yeah. it's a very cult leader name. Anytime I hear the name Gene, I just think of Gene Parmesan from <laughs> Arrested <laughs> Development. Gene! <laughs> I don't even know that reference, but it's funny. I think of a white tunic. Like, I mm. just think, like, this guy, I can just picture this whole person in my head, and I don't know what they look like. I didn't care to learn that. Um, Generic white dude with a beard. Oh, checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so of course his like early life was very much like up in the air in a lot of ways. He held a succession of jobs, was married three times, um, before meeting his fourth and final wife, Marsha Ann Duvall and Mm. marrying her in 1972. So this is like, he had three wives before 1972. My God. Yeah. And he was like, he was, see, he was born in the thirties. Oh, he was in his 40s. Yeah, he was Holy like... Holy fucking shit, dude. Yeah, he was like a full-blown middle-aged man. Um, yeah, grifter. Dur- it's because it's because of the circus. It's because yeah. you're moving. It's hard to stay celibate when you're yeah. fucking in and out, town to town. Yeah, being a carny is tough, you know? Yeah, it's hard on monogamy. Yeah, but he also was like always very deeply religious. Like yeah. always was like... 
he held on to that part of his upbringing. Um, uh, and when he married Marcia, they moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee. So he married her in 1972. They moved to uh, Chattanooga in 1973, and they founded the Vine Christian Community Church, uh, a Bible study group for youth. They were like youth pastors, basically. Mm. Um, and they started inviting people to their home to like, like wayward people, like kids, whatever. This is like during like the hippie. Oh, okay, okay. Movement, you yeah. Know? So that seems not that weird, but it yeah. sounds weird. But like, <clears throat> uh, it was of the time. No, it was very much of the time. Like you. You see a lot of communes popping up all over the place. Also, he was like a transient kind of in a way because he was with the carnival. So it's like, you know, like he's used to maybe connecting with people as he, he's traveling and like. I mean, I will say like it. He he like I think that's like a very open hearted good thing. Like that is a good side of like, you know, this whole thing is like accepting people like who need a place True. to stay who are yeah. just like. Also, it have been in. He's been in the shoes of somebody who's just like kind of a lost soul. So it's truly like what humans are supposed to do mm-hmm. is like just kind of look out for each other, you know. But we don't. Totally, we're yeah. so like individualistic that we have a hard time doing that. Yeah. So it's like they're building this community in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. and by 1974, they had 50 to 60 people living with them on their mm. property uh they purchased three houses and then they opened a place called the yellow deli restaurant mm. which uh was a refuge for runaways and hitchhikers Dang. so they had this restaurant all the people that like stayed with them worked at the restaurant for free um then they opened up a coffee house and began ministering to counterculture youth like the hippies mm-hmm. and like i said like a lot of them move into their home they called the group that they formed their like little community or it's a pretty big community at this point. They called it, uh, the light brigade. Mm. And this is like hippies galore. You know, the line from, uh, tiny dancer, the Elton John song, tiny dancer, yeah. Jesus freaks out in the streets, handing tickets out for God. Yeah. Th- th- this is who he's talking about. Basically this, this is like, there was like, at this time, there was the hippie movement, and then there was also a Jesus kind of uh, yes. movement. Like yes, people yes, yes. being very, like, you know, standing on street corners, proselytizing, and, and, yeah. and just, you know, it was, it was a very uh, fraught time for people who were just, like, very lost. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably would have joined, like, the Oath Keepers uh, at the, if, if they were... <laughs> If it was today, if it was today, yeah, so <laughs> no, probably would have been all about um, storming the Capitol, but no, yeah. no, I'm marching I'm... against drag queens, <laughs> totally. So, yeah, they were, um, so they were the Jesus freaks. They were part of that kind oh. of like vibe. Um, in 1975, so at this point beforehand, they were part of a church. They're part of the First Presbyterian Church. Um, and in 1975, they actually broke away from the First Presbyterian Church after they went to the church to do services, and the services were canceled for the Super Bowl. And what? <laughs> like, they were like, the church cannot close for Super Bowl. It's we're we need to like, oh, be no. in service of God and like. You oh, know, nobody Jean, can have any fun. Yeah, you take yourself way too seriously, Gene. So that like broke Gene, really. He was just like, nope, fuck this. Like everybody, like America is fucked up. Like we can't even like go to church because of, you know, the Super Bowl. So, oh. yeah, I know that that sentence, that whole thing seems insane, but it's, it's insane. very, it's very much how the cult started. Uh, they really just said, fuck you guys. We're starting our own religion because <laughs> of the Super Bowl. Basically. Oh, my God. That is. That's the most unhinged origin story. That's what's weird about this one is because it's like all the maybe like not all the other ones we've talked about, but a lot of them are like there's one person at the helm who's just like a a narcissist, Mm -hmm. a sex crazed narcissist. And they're just like basically creating this environment around them for power. Yeah. And that's not this. 
Yeah, there's like <laughs> certain aspects of it that are very much the weird, you know, kind of vibes of like the cult leader being like a, you know, I don't know, just like an egomaniac type kind person. of, but or then just it's like, like or not like a for him. A, yeah, but it's like not an egomaniac. He like I feel like a lot of them are also like they're they can't uh, fit in anywhere. Like they're oh, they're yeah. they're like misfits of some sort, and yeah. they like on one hand he had all this like you know <laughs> he had all of this like religious upbringing but he didn't want to go against that he just wanted he was pushing up against society so oh and couldn't make it work with his like very you know stringent beliefs um so <sighs> basically what he he decided he was like all right i'm starting my my own thing. This church, the regular like church, is just not serious enough. Serious enough for what I want to do here. So become he, like a Quaker or like an Amish person. Like well, there's shit that exists that's like for you, sir. You know. Well, and this is where the egomaniac comes. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. This is where this is where his narcissism starts to creep. <clears throat> like I can do it. I'll yeah. just do it. Yeah. yeah. And so this is Fair. really how it all started. The it it became it was called some other things, some iterations, but essentially it became this this religion called the Twelve Tribes. Um, and the Twelve Tribes practices a hybrid of pre-Catholic Christianity and Judaism, mixed with uh, some original original teachings by Spriggs. <laughs> Uh, it's just the full remix. Um, I, yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's like the fucking, it's the DVD with commentary mm, or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. And here's my thoughts about this. It's like, oh, we don't need that. It's very weird that he was so religious and ended up doing this to me. Like it's very anti the teachings. <clears throat> Well, what he was seeing was like within the religious community, like even the the leaders within the church themselves were not in in his eyes adhering to the teachings of the Bible that mm. he thought they should be self-righteous, um, very self-righteous, very self-righteous. Um, so he wanted his group. The stated aim of, of the 12 tribes is to bring about the return of Jesus, who mm. they refer to the Hebrew name of Yahshua. Mm. Um, and this is done by reestablishing the 12 tribes of Israel. All members are forced to sell their possessions and to give the proceeds to the cult and are also assigned a Hebrew name and they get rid of their, their old names. Um, mm -hmm. And so Spriggs himself uh, renamed himself Yon Yonick. Hmm. Unique? That's what it looks like to me. <laughs> it's unique. Hey, hon. Um, I just want to let everyone know I've changed my name from Jean to Unique. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's... I'd really love to connect with you over something interesting I've just discovered. <laughs> it's very much a uh the name of a like white label makeup. MLM like it's it just yeah 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 um exactly. but no it means something in Hebrew um mm. uh it means gene in Hebrew yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it means gene it, too it's probably like supreme leader or some bullshit like that in it's Hebrew supreme gene in <laughs> Hebrew <laughs> oh no <laughs> It's Gene Supreme. Oh man, I just I just thought of a, a something for our try for not later. to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't have as many this week because Pete helped me last week. Okay, I got I got more this week than I did oh, last good. week. Okay, okay, good. Okay, so um, everybody sells their possessions, gets a Hebrew name. Um, uh, so the tribes, the twelve tri tribes, would include one hundred forty four thousand quote perfect male children mm, red Ooh, flag hate it 
which accounts for the group's obsessive and controversial child rearing practices. We'll get to those in a little bit. Uh, right, because sa- that's that's a name. Like they're trying to create 144,000 perfect male children. Yeah, there's like yeah. a very specific amount of people they need to yeah. have in order for, for Jesus, Jesus to, to come back. back. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that'll happen. Genius. Mm. Gene. The only reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only reason Jesus hasn't come back is because these guys can't get their act together. Um, <laughs> Does he make everyone call him Jesus? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the Sabbath is observed uh, in line with the Jewish tradition. Uh, it's called Shabbat, um, mm. along with uh, conservative dietary rules and abstinence from alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. So it's like um, they keep kosher while also being like fucking boring as shit. <laughs> so they're not miserable. Oh my god! Yeah, they're not like at least at least in Judaism. If you keep kosher, you can still drink wine. You know? Yeah. Like what else? Like conservative dietary rules. Like what? That could also like mean they don't have any. Like that, they it could, could it could be it could, no cheese. I think I think they're following the rules of Leviticus, uh, oh. which is what kosher. keeping kosher is. Oh. Um, no shellfish. No, no shellfish, pork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're very very. Uh, concerned about like gmos and stuff and like also that that's the mm-hmm. other conservative part is yeah. like they're uh, uh, like they're like health food conscious mm-hmm. in the way that like whole foods was originally you yeah know? it's like in the like yeah crunchy yeah way. in the hippie yeah. way yeah in the hippie way. yeah 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 <laughs> um they are also this is where we're gonna start dipping into some of the I mean, we're already in the red flag territory. But yeah, yeah. There's a fucking it's here, a field of red flags. We're we're reach, we're up at the top and we're about to plunge down into the <laughs> into the shit. Um they also are seemingly um pro segregation because um and this is where like the twelve tribes is like what? Uh yeah. they they State on their website, quote, multiculturalism increases murder, crime, and prejudice. They also say that politicians who, quote, rally different races to be one are forerunners of the Antichrist. Woof. Yeah. Oh, this does not shore up with their website's, like, homepage, which has a bunch of, like, different, like, multicultural people on it. But it's I, like, are they keeping them separated? On yes. The- oh, that's a big old yikes. Yeah, they I I've I've I was like delving into some like TikToks and stuff and some yeah. uh former um cuz there's a lot of uh former members that <laughs> yeah. are out that are like <laughs> yeah, this shit's a cult uh who say that the teachings say something about um they basically don't want people to mix races because they don't want there to be quote gray people in oh. the world, which is like um I think that ship has already sailed. Um, oh my god! And I am very much not. <laughs> I'm. I'm so so. I'm like their worst nightmare. <laughs> I am a. You're Jew. great people. I'm a Jew with a lot of different races mixed up. So. Oh my god! I am literally probably not even welcome in their little restaurant. Um, oh my god! No, they, they don't care. Uh. So, yeah. So they don't want you know the races to mix but also they're like yeah if you're they don't they are seemingly like welcoming to every everyone race you know that's all religious bullshit though you know it's like at the surface they're like yeah like we accept everyone and then it's like oh but you can't fuck each other yeah (laughs) but i but you can't marry or fuck each other or even like talk about it so like it's fine that you exist but like that's where it ends yeah yeah oh god yeah, um, there's also been, like, the Southern Poverty Law Center did a huge, like, expose on them, and Ooh. they've said some really fucking terrible, terrible things about slavery, like, about how it was, like, very cool for for black people to be slaves and stuff. Oh, like, no. Yeah, they're, it's, they're, they're, they, uh, they're really just... Oh, yeah, don't they, like, categorize people? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the 12 tribes are, like 
different yeah, types of yeah, people. Yeah, 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 right. With the hierarchy mm-hmm. being like white men, I would guess. Yes. And then from there, it all just kind of shakes out. Yeah, uh, there's like three categories. I can't remember the exact names of them, but there's like um, there's white people, there's yeah. black people, and then there's like brown people, basically. Right. It's so insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty brutal. Uh, then okay, that so that aside, all yeah. horrible. Yeah, women are not are also not viewed much more positively than race mixing. They are expected to submit to the authority of all male members of the community, and should and shouldn't quote say no to their her husband's physical needs. Uh. That is forceful then. I stand corrected from what I said in the beginning. Hey guys, uh, today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We've talked about it in the past. I've had a great experience with it so far. And I've talked about like the user experience a lot, but also there's a, a really cool feature on there that I like that is aside from the your therapist being right there at your fingertips they have a journal um feature on there where every day like gives you a journal prompt like just to kind of delve into like something that you might be feeling Mm. or something that you didn't know you were feeling but there it gives you prompts like every day um so you could either like write in the journal on the app and you could keep that to yourself or you could share it with your therapist if you want to um, or you could just like take the prompt and write in your own paper traditional journal if you oh, wanted to. Offline, analog. Offline. Analog, yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Like yeah. helping you get mindful. And then if there's something you discover, then you can share, share it with it. your therapist. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I. It's really cool. Because I always go into my therapy sessions kind of not knowing. Like, it's hard to remember. Like, yeah. You know, whatever. And sometimes I'm like, I don't really know what to talk about. I guess I'll just talk about what happened, like, the most recent. And maybe that's not even something that's bothering me, you know? It's really handy to have kind of like a guide for you to, like, just, you know, maybe something that you never even thought about and there's a prompt and you're like, oh my gosh. And oh. you just kind of let it go. Put your thoughts into your your journal on the app and then either keep it to yourself and noodle on it or you could share it with your therapist and see what they think. It's pretty cool. So cool. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash DTFU. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DTFU. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it should go without saying that feminism, uh, the 12 tribes believe, leads to adultery and homosexuality. <laughs> and women should stick by their husbands, even if they're being physically abused. <sighs> Obviously, their anti-choice and birth control of any kind is banned, as is much modern medicine. They instead rely largely on homeopathy and natural remedies um, oh my god of course uh marriage outside of the sect is forbidden and couples must go through a series of supervised talks to get to know each other and then only after marriage can they even kiss or hold hands um ew i yeah i saw pictures from like a wedding ceremony and it is like ooh it's so creepy it's like ew. yeah it's like the woman on her knees, like looking up at her husband and like no. running to him. It's like so fucked up. Yeah. Ew. It's gross. Oh my god. It's like like <clears throat> it's. Ugh. It reminds me of all the those like purity ring like photo shoots with women and their dads. Uh, women, <clears throat> girls, they're young. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's so cringy. Yeah, and then like of course they don't go to the hospital for anything. Like yeah, like a just... lot of yeah, a lot of like their. And this is like, I don't know what if it's as much uh, documented in the United States, but I know that in Australia there was like a huge investigation that was done 
because um, a lot of the women were giving birth and like having stillbirths and yeah, and not going to the hospital or like even, I don't even think that they like let the authorities know that they had a stillbirth. So they just like, oh my God. Yeah, it's really, really fucked. Um, Anyway, yeah. So on their website, they call homosexuality, quote, a great evil. And say it will, quote, lead not only to misery, will lead only to misery and destruction. They've also compared gay people to dogs, writing Mm -hmm. that dog is, quote, the only name that the righteousness of God can call such people, for they have degraded themselves (gasps) to the lowest of all creatures, dogs. Now, I tried to follow up on this and, like, dig into it on their website. It used to be up there, but it's not anymore. Oh, so a lot of this stuff, the more like controversial stuff, I is buried is buried. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you don't find that out until you're fucking in it. Yeah, I would imagine they've done a good job over the years of like cleaning up any kind of like trace to the public that, you know, what their actual belief. But it at one point was up on their website. So I guess it's like maybe some people would be like, well, maybe they're evolving and like becoming more progressive and like maybe they're like opening their hearts and minds. But I feel like we know better. Like they're just hiding that shit more deeply because they can brainwash you. And by the time you get in, it doesn't matter what like fucking crazy tenants they have. Like if they brainwashed you, then they can make you believe whatever garbage they believe, you know? Yeah, they definitely have like touted the fact that people used to be gay when they came to them and now they're not like oh yeah um for people i know it's so fucked uh children aren't allowed to play with toys engage in make-believe or any of the normal you know kid stuff that little kids like to do oh my god and they have to be super supervised at all times they're not allowed to have like any independence at all um and they must be strictly obedient and are beaten with a thin rod for every infraction by an adult watching them, not just their parents. Like it could be any oh adult. Oh my in the, God. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they're a village raising children. Yeah. It's like it takes a village to beat a child. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It takes yeah. a village to punish a child. Yeah. Um, all children are, homes- are homeschooled. And of course. Students- yeah. Of course. Do not attend university as it is considered a waste of time and not a good environment. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. No, it's so called, you don't want to educate people. Yeah, you don't want to educate people. You don't want to let them know about any ideas outside of your little world that you've created. Um, instead, children work in the community from a very young age, and this has sparked a lot of accusations of child labor. Uh, for example, in 2013, so there's always been, like, talk of, you know, their child labor of course weird well, shit and, and of course they're putting their children to work if they're not allowed to play yeah of course oh like yeah get out in the field or whatever and it's like compared to like the like the amish where it's just like okay like that's their world and like there's that's problematic in a lot of ways but it's like you know that's their religion they still have and playtime they have like wooden yes. fucking toys and creepy dolls and shit Amish kids are allowed to be like children and they're right. not, they're not, I mean, I'm sure some are more, beaten, but yeah, like, or a lot are. Oh beaten, yeah. There's like, like a lot of gross stuff happening in there, but at least but they a lot have of playtime. Uh, Fuck dude. Yeah. They have playtime and they're allowed to be kids and yeah. And yeah, they have to do chores and shit on the farm or whatever. But like, this is like, they are working. Okay. They're like, yeah, there's no playtime. I mean, you already yeah. said they do not get to play. There's no there's no like joy. Yeah. It's That's really- also a weird thing. What was what was something about light chasers? What's their like what were they initially called? Something about oh, light. Um light brigade. Light, light brigade. It's like there is zero light in this brigade, babe. That's this like an is- oxymoron. Like brigade is like very like Yeah, um, militant. Militant. Yeah. 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 So weird. But yeah, these they're these they're like, you know what? No joy for the children. Mm-mm. Children's laughter. We hate it. Cancel it's weird it out. because they talk so much about how much they love children and stuff. But there's just like this is like a literal like tenant of their religion is that Psycho. like but they'll probably say like, no, our kids play and stuff, whatever. I don't oh. know. Mm. Who's to say? Uh, But 
somebody in Germany in 2013, a journalist uh, with Germany's RTL channel, went undercover with a 12 tribes group in Bavaria. And he reported that children were woken at 5 a.m. for an hour of prayer and forced to spend their days doing farm work. Mm -mm. He collected 50 videos, 50 video recordings of children being beaten. Um, So, yeah, they they do. They beat yeah. the shit out of their kids. I mean, you said, like, who's to say, you know, like, well, oh, we don't know. Well, what, this guy says. This guy says, and a lot of people have come, like, so many people oh. have left this cult and have talked about it. And so, yes, I guess it's like, oh, well, it's their account. But it's like, yeah, but it's a lot of people's accounts. Well, this guy got actual video, got video recording. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's fucking horrifying. Um, uh, He got... One of the former 12 tribes members told him it's normal to be beaten every day. So, like, I, I, it's so sad. It's so, so sad. Um, Members do not vote and are not allowed to watch TV or any other media as the quote, as quote, the crazy box robs your time and pollutes your soul. Oh, my God. Tell that to fucking Ted Lasso, you assholes. (laughs) Uh, uh, 12 tribes has 3000 members and operates in the U S Canada, France, Spain, Argentina, Brazil, Germany, England, and Australia. Oh yeah. Oh, this is all very curious to me for a cult with the slogan. Love is our home. Mm. Or I don't know if that's their slogan, but I saw it like it was at the end of their like about me or whatever. It's like love is our home. What is yours? You know? Oh, my God. Well, if you go to their website, you're like, man, this is cool. Like the Like if you if you look at their website, you'll be like, oh, wow. This punk rock. It's so it's very hippie. It's very, very cool. Like very nice, chill vibes. You're like, oh, I kind of like love this like the idea but then you start digging a little deeper and if you go to the 12 tribes website then there's there's some fucking weird shit yeah uh, oh and i meant if you go to their other website which is for their major money making operation which is the yellow deli yeah and how we found this and how we found this okay so Yes, this is all so complicated. Also, because I'm like, oh, it's very like punk rock. But I think I I got on to their like page about their podcasts and stuff. They also have podcasts more on that later. Mm-hmm. But the artwork is very punk rock. Mm-hmm. And some of it is like brimstone and fire. You know, it's like Christian, mm-hmm. the bullshit of that, you know, like Satan and we have to blah, 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 whatever. Um. OK, so the Yellow <laughs> Deli, man. They have so many locations in the U.S., uh, but also in other countries. And there's maybe 28 locations total. Uh, I counted on their website how many they have, and it was 28. Um, but I th- I think they have more than this now. Okay. Uh, they don't update their website. Yeah, probably not. But uh, there's, there's a lot. They're still in GeoCities. They're mostly, yeah, they're mostly in the United States. Um, Okay, well, they do have the delis on every continent but Antarctica and Africa, which Africa, they're like, no, and we know why, Mm because they're fucking white supremacists. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, 15 locations in the U.S. alone. There's two in San Diego, highly concentrated. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Honestly, and it made me think because I know we have listeners in San Diego. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Laura, longtime listener. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Laura's ever been to a Yellow Deli or knows anything about it. Very curious. I looked at it on the map. It's literally around the corner from my mother and, and father-in-law and <gasps> my brother and sister-in-law. Like, oh, my God. They live like just on the other side. Like uh, they live of the right one in the that area. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, okay, and honestly, these delis look very cozy. They're all the same vibe. It's, like, very, like, wood, yellows, like, very, okay, it's it's giving me inside Pooh's Corner. Mm. It look it's very like wooden so and cozy, calm and cozy, rustic. rustic, but not in a cheesy or new way. It's like very seventies. It's very yeah. Se- it's very like 
Moosewood cookbook <laughs> is what it's giving. You know, I don't know what that is. No, but it's like an old seventies right. cookbook. You know, yeah. it's like it's like so much like you know, um, like, like natural fibers. Yeah, natural only cotton. You know, yeah, fresh baked bread. Yeah, uh, like. Uh, like a scarf, like like scarves hanging over the lamps yeah, to give them yeah. like an orangey yellow glow. Yeah, you're getting like that hippie uh, peasant top, fucking long skirt. Yeah, uh, you know you're getting yeah. you're and it's a vibe. Linen, a linen Lin- apron, a yeah. linen apron. Like <laughs> it smells like patchouli and <laughs> and muffins yeah and soup and you're just like oh i could take a nap in this like fucking chair like the cozy mm-hmm. time tea bear like it is yeah they it's definitely cozy time tea. tea bear yeah they must <laughs> dude okay and it all sounds lovely and like i would totally eat there except i'm never gonna eat there oh, and here's why <laughs> Such here's, a bummer. here's just a tweet that I found um, It's someone's review of it Talking to someone else who was asking for like um, Recommendations For the comfort food category I'd highly recommend the Yellow Deli They are a quote unquote religious group Your waiter might be a 10 year old But the food is great They have locations all over the country <laughs> I'm not going to go anywhere that's exploiting children I, I try to live my life Like not doing that You know what I mean um, and that was tweeted today, which is wild. That's funny. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a bummer because it really does have like the ambiance of like a Middle Earth like Hobbit tavern, you know, and it's yeah. just uh, meets. What was that um, bear country like show? It's like the bear country. Jubilee. Jamboree. Jamboree. Yeah, jamboree. Yeah. Like it's that mm-hmm. come to life. It's all that. It's mm-hmm. all of it. Yep. And I want to be there, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to go. Um, and this whole like uh, this whole deli racket is where the idea of like, you know, everyone has to quit their job, give up all their possessions and commit to working to benefit the group as a whole. This is where it all comes into play because it's free labor for all these fucking delis all over the world. Like there's one in Japan. So like you, they have to have a cult there mm-hmm. to be f- they have a branch, yep. Yeah, to be, like, mm-hmm. feeding the workforce mm-hmm. in their deli. So, um, and for this reason, the organization has frequently been the target of California state labor authorities and other states who have gone after the 12 tribes for failure to pay employees and, like, for them not adhering to state labor laws, of course. Yeah, like, OSHA like, is, like, yeah. a big deal. You can't fuck around with that. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, yeah, like we know this kid is 10 years old. Like working here, even though they have the the disposition of a 40 year old because they seem so sad. Do they play? And it's like, no. Oh, yeah. And how have they like navigated and evaded all of this scrutiny for so long? Well, guess what? They were recognized as a religious nonprofit in seven in 1977, which means that when it comes to the IRS, they're able to like dodge a bunch of shit. And they've been able to get out of many disputes and, you know, lawsuits and shit that have been brought against them from multiple sources. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing. I don't know about any specific lawsuits, but they've had a lot of issues with the IRS. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I was thinking, like, one of their tactics has to be recruiting young people because a lot of their locations in the U.S. are like college towns. Like Mm -hmm. they have a lot of these delis in college towns and they're open 24-7. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, they do kind of like have their doors open for anybody who might need like something like and uh, it's young people you know it's like college kids who like need a place to study and like uh-huh. maybe they're gonna be up late and like they can't go to bars yet because they're young or whatever you know and it's like and people who you know might have fallen on hard times and yeah. maybe they're unhoused and they're like okay yeah like this place wants to take me in and I can work and have a place to live and food and yeah. stuff like they do prey on on I think on people who are unhoused too so Ugh. which is it's such a bummer that we don't have social programs 
that offer those kind you know like I mean we do but like there's always some sort of requirement there's some sort of like you know yeah it's it's not unconditional which is like kind of what they I don't know it's yeah uh, it's fucked it's fucked well okay um but uh it's also like yeah it's just like this cycle you can I, I mean I didn't really look into this specifically but in my brain I'm like oh this makes so much sense because it's like young people come in they're impressionable they're in college they're tired they're looking to belong like that's like when Mm -hmm. you're trying to figure out who you are and stuff you maybe a cute person works at the you know yellow deli and you're kind of like spending more time there and then over time Mm -hmm. they like try and get you in as one of their like 144,000 people (laughs) or what you know like you could true you could see how there's like this how there this is actually a way to prey upon people in the their the community where they have these delis. Yeah, um I saw quite a few TikToks uh about uh like from like, you know, the college students and Gen Z like, you know, people who are like living in these towns that yeah. they or you know, going to school in the towns where they uh operate and like <laughs> A lot of the TikToks are about how the sandwiches and wraps are fire and because but like also because Gen Z is like always out here researching, they know about the cult shit, but they still eat at them and support them financially. So, yeah. Okay, but we were able to get their specials this evening. Non-GMO white bread for whites only. (laughs) Buffalo children's fingers. <laughs> Hand braided egg bread. Egg bread. It's not holla. <laughs> Sun dried tomato frittata with breast milk cheese. Oh. Oh, mine are gross. Yeah. Fried chicken made with 12 tribe secret herbs and spices. And those secret herbs and spices originate in our. Uh, another special of the e- evening, which, which is Jeans Peen. <laughs> no. No. Mm. Jesus Freak, a leek soup. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Uh, homemade Belvita breakfast biscuits. <laughs> Sleepy time tea infused cheesecake. Ooh, I don't have any more. Keep going. Uh, baby cakes made by actual babies. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then here's their, um, oh, wait. Okay, I'll save that one for last because it's the one I thought of, like, as we were talking. Uh, this is their drink menu. Virgin Guy Thai. <laughs> Virgin Mangarita. And Virgin Manhattan. Because, you know, they're supposed to have, like, virgin dudes yeah, yeah. join the tribe. Um, okay. And then the la- the one I thought of while we were <laughs> talking about Jean. Uh, so they're famous for their, their steamed sandwiches, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> there's a thing on the menu called the Jean Steamy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's uh, some sort of melt. Yeah, it's some sort of wet sandwich. <laughs> it's some sort of it's like soggy. It's made on their white bread. Yeah, they put the au jus on there for you. Yeah. You don't get they, to dip it. Oh, it's like Chicago style or whatever where they dip the whole sandwich and wrap it up and give it to you and it's just this mushy like <laughs> Oh no, my god. You. No thanks. Okay. Well, I did want to I don't know if we I don't I mean the white supremacy stuff and then uh what kind of what we talked about last week you had mentioned like how mm-hmm. a, a lot of the conspiracy theories like come back to like anti-semitism and wh- white supremacy in general you know mm-hmm. um and so there this is also wild that I found this today but there's um this 
professor and she's also an author. She's a professor at Northwestern University and she writes about like white supremacy and like the tenets of it right now and how it's operating mm-hmm. currently. And she looks at the history too, but it's, you know, she's trying to figure out like what's going on. And so she had a whole fucking thread two days ago about the like the crunchy to alt-right pipeline. And so I just wanted to yeah. read some of her um, tweets. Her name's Kathleen Bellu or Bellu um, and it's Kathleen underscore Bellu B-E-L-E-W. And she she wrote since the crunchy alt Crunchy to alt-right pipeline is a conversation. People may be interested in the longer history of the white power movement's investment in crunchiness. Mm-hmm. All the way back in the 1970s and 80s, white power women in the Klan, skinhead groups, Christian identity churches, and beyond were interested in a bunch of things you might think of as crunchy. These include organic farming, ma- macrobiotic diet, paganism, avoiding fluoride, traditional midwifery. Someone could write a great book on whether all of this was one genuine belief, two a way to recruit from the leftist fringe that was also an- also anti-state, and was very crunchy, or three my bet a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Four is oh yeah that was the fourth tweet okay. And then the Klan, the white power movement, the militant right, the alt-right have all been opportunistic social movements. That means they have always tacked to the prevailing cultural winds and taken advantage of whatever recruitment avenues were available. Crunch is this now. However, and this is a big however, this of course does not mean that crunchiness is the same thing as being in or being vulnerable to extremism. What it is is a window of opportunity being manipulated and exploited by white extremists. If you are crunchy and not an extremist and feel offended by this, well, yeah, you should. It's an attempt to manipulate you into an ideology. The place that this started in the most recent iteration of the movement is, I suspect, in anti-vaccination. Not COVID anti-vaxxing, but the anti-measles and anti-childhood vaccination discussions in mom groups. And then she promotes her book, uh, which is Bring the War Home, the White Power Movement, and Parliamentary America. Um, military, yeah. Yeah. And she says, this is also a really good example of how the white power slash militant right is not just men marching in the street. It's also women sharing anti-status cultural materials through social networks. Mm-hmm. This is like, I think people... And this is what women are able to weaponize. Like people do look at women as being the more submissive, the more quiet, like fucking people, you know. And when you discredit the power that they have, especially amongst each other. And you look like like what are where are all the wives of the fucking Proud Boys marching in the streets and shit? You know, where are all their girlfriends? Because not all those men are single. Probably a lot of them are married Christian men. Well, you'll see nowadays there's also this huge uh, surge of trad wives, which is like a lot of like. (gasps) young women who are yes like being very, like I- i'm submissive to my man yeah and very I live by the tenants yeah they seem very modern very beautiful like right. have like get their hair done get their nails done they wear look like influencers clothes. they look like influencers but yes. then but they're spewing all this fucking bullshit yes about you know anti-vax uh not not wanting to mask up in public like yeah homeschooling whatever your kids yeah homeschooling your kids like yeah. i dude it is insidious and yes. very creepy and it's like it's very much a yeah of the it's, other side of the coin so and it's on the coattails of like boss babe movements and shit and it it is able to capture women who feel like <laughs> like marginalized in a direction you know mm-hmm. it's like just thinking about some of the people that I am no longer friends with uh, after the pandemic that we went to high school with or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did like a big clearing out of following people. But I thought of one today 
especially with this crunchy thing. I wrote her name in here earlier, but I deleted mm-hmm. it. Maybe you saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. So you know who I'm talking about. Um, But like she's someone who I think could be like radicalized in this way because she was progressive in a lot of ways that are like more social. Mm-hmm. But then there was other things where like I could see her butting heads with the left on that sort of thing. And then you feel like you don't belong somewhere. And then when you're looking for somewhere to belong, here's all these boss babes that are like trad wives or whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, uh, isn't that so awful that like they're mistreating you in that way? Like, come talk to us. And then you're now you're a white supremacist. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) no, I mean, it's it's all it's all very much like a slippery slope kind of thing and and all this shit goes back even further to like uh the like to you know nazi germany like honestly like it's all the like i mean it's always been the case i mean even in like slavery america Mm -hmm. like women were fully supporting their husbands and like you would think like why aren't women speaking out about this this is an issue that affects them and it's because they're all like fucking pick me women who are like oh i need to stay on the good side of the power yeah of course of course it's like white white supremacy is a hell of a drug and um like yeah there's just there's so many instances of it and so many pockets of it throughout history and like times where it's thrived more than others and i really do think we're in one of those times right now um Oh, for sure. And it's pretty scary. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, real quick, I do want to celebrate two women who uh, just because it's fun and they were giving (laughs) me um, Jody Cantor and Megan Tui vibes because I brought up that New York Times article earlier, Harvey Weinstein, Uh and I just watched She Said. Uh Um, Okay. So they so Nicole Dorfman and Lauren Sandal were both uh investigative journalists for the Colorado University Independent. It's Ooh. a newspaper for college, yeah. Colorado University obviously. They did an investigation cuz they had been hearing about this similar to like the people on TikTok like go have a sandwich here or whatever and they're like get but they're hearing about it's cult or whatever and they're like we got to look into this. Um and so they already knew that a bunch of you know, journalists and stuff had looked into the allegations of child abuse, tax evasion, unpaid later, et cetera. Um, but they wanted to go fucking undercover. And they did. And they're, these are college women. OK, this is blows my mind because I was I'm still so scared. I would not go undercover to a cult. Are you kidding me? Dude, I know. What? I can't. So they went into fucking Yellow Deli in Boulder and they ordered some cinnamon rolls and they were like, so what's the deal? Like, what's going on here? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're just like Christian, but we have a compound and stuff. And they were like, oh, my God, you're Christian. I'm Christian, too. (laughs) And then the people were like, oh, my gosh, come back to our farm and check it out. And they got invited to the compound and they went in undercover. And I wanted to read their a little bit of their account because it is wild okay this is um i think it's lauren sandal talking she was a guest writer um and worked with nicole dorfman who is a one of the journalists at the paper this was in 2019 okay when we arrived we were greeted with a torrent of clapping and offerings of a mystery tea which i refused our safety plan dictated neither of us would eat the same thing smart genius yeah so smart we prepped safe words and oh we prepped safe words and contacted friends to ask that they call the police if they didn't hear from us by a certain time. Love it. Our time there was dominated by prayer and dining. Men held most of the speaking time, barf, and the children sat quietly to the side. Nicole pointed out a strange practice. The kids were frequently going into the bathroom, always escorted by an adult. Inside, Nicole found wooden rods similar to what the documents describe as tools to hit the children. The bathrooms were right off the main room, a cream white walled hall filled with members praying, dancing, and communing in their faith. Like the deli, the compound was simple and homey with wood accents, soft light, and acoustic music. Members kept an eye on us. Their hospitality was insurmountable with repeated offers of their dark milky brown tea. Nope. But that like, nope, that like covers it all. You know, it's like they, had, they were beating children in the bathroom every once in a while. Uh, they really 
offered them like a weird tea that they were like no thank you the the lot of praying only the men talked it's like they got like a good taste of it while they were there you know what i mean oof i know Ugh. oh and the last thing i just wanted to show you was that this like there's a podcast i don't know the podcast artwork was just like really upsetting to me the podcast Ugh. is called at that time please don't listen to it um but i guess the, did you no 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 their podcast is called at that time and it the little like description is at that time connects ancient biblical prophecies with today's events are we living in the last days probably but <laughs> not because of not because of the prophecy no no it's just because we've destroyed this planet oh god yeah one thing one last thing i'll say about them is they um Another way I think they do recruitment is uh, they go to festivals and help people who are like <gasps> tripping balls. Oh, that's smart. That's yeah. really good. They have smart. They have like like two like tour bussy kind of things that they like yeah. pull up to like a, a Grateful Dead or like you know Dude. Grateful Dead tribute tribute band concert or like a you know fish concert whatever and yeah. they like they'll park and like hang out and like set up a, a tent and stuff and like um set up like kind of a first aid place for people to come like rest and get some help if they're tripping too hard or, or if they're dehydrated whatever and um they'll like talk they'll talk up like you know what they're about and stuff and yeah and invite people to the to their properties and you know, while they're still kind of like mushy or whatever and oh, convince, no. convince them to like maybe join if they if they want. So I think that's a tactic. Um, very sus. I think they've very, like, oh, it's, it's very smart. Very sus. It's very, very predatory. Very like light kidnapping, you know, um, kidnapping light. Yeah. <laughs> kidnapping but light. no kids. Adults only because we adults, hate children. Yeah. 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 Adult napping. Um, And then another thing they like to do to add like a layer of word of mouth goodwill is to hang out on popular hiking routes to provide hikers with like food and drinks and comfort mm. while they're out on the trail. Um, there's like points throughout like uh, the Appalachian Trail or the PCT, the P Pacific Crest Trail, yeah, where hikers like can stop and check in and get, you know, meet up with other hikers or just like take a break, spend the night, um, get food, whatever they need. Um, and they'll be out on the trail and, and they'll, and it's like, they're kind of famous for that. So Whoa. like within the hiking community. So this seems so much more effective in like the seventies when people like didn't have, like people would just go dead broke to like Woodstock or whatever yeah. and just like bum their way around. Totally. And, and like this would be great because you'd be like, OK, now I'll just go with these people for a while. And like, but yeah. you'll never make money. So you can never like escape, which is so scary. Yeah. It's but, like indentured servitude or, or yeah. you know, slavery. Dude. Um, it's it's creepy. so sad because they have the whole idea of like, hey, let's like build a community that's self-sufficient, that helps the community that like we're a bigger part of you know and and people could live here and and blah 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 that's the one good thing i just yeah where's the i there's never gonna is there ever gonna be a cult that no i guess like a cult no. is like is just like synonymous with like you know weird power hierarchies and and yeah. you know there's always some an oppression an oppression some, be, people like well, people and cult have to be oppressed. Well, and, and cults can exist because our society has failed so many groups of people. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Really, is an indictment on our society. So that they that these place you know that people keep going and turning to cults. Yeah. For belonging and community because we. I just do not know how to build community within our societies today. Like we yeah. are so terrible at it. Um, so it's I know pretty fucked up. Um, <sighs> but that's all I got. Don't eat at the Yellow Deli, you guys. I, I know. I, even though their sandwiches and their wraps 
uh, people their say they're fucking great and it looks good and yeah, they're the ambiance is like oh my god you just want to live there but like yeah you do not want to live there you um, do not you don't want to support them financially uh they beat their children yeah that is a fact uh yeah. there's video evidence of it um uh, you know maybe it varies by degrees but uh it's definitely happening in Germany. Um, maybe they don't beat their children, but they definitely, the core tenet of their religion is to, you know, not, they don't like Jews. They don't. They're not that, good people. They don't think Just races don't should mix. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't like gay people. So. Yeah. Come on. Not a good, not a good place. Yeah. Uh, uh. Please don't eat there. Um, <laughs> follow us on social media. Yeah, at DTFU Podcast, all the places. Go to our website. It's dtfupodcast.com. Ooh, uh, leave us a review if you wouldn't mind. Wherever. Spotify, you could rate us. Five yep. stars. Five stars. Um, you could watch yeah. us on Spotify, too. You could watch us on Spotify. It's so wild to me that people watch us. It's very exciting. Sorry for fucking up the video potentially earlier on today, but maybe I fixed it. Um, and you can watch us on YouTube. Yeah. DTFU Podcast. Yep. Uh, that's all I got. Cool. Stay excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye.